What is this? 65. We'll make it short. Just got a few things I want to get off my mind tonight. Um, for starters, man, we just got back from vacation. Uh, we went to Fort Lauderdale. First time going to Fort Lauderdale. Definitely enjoyed ourselves. Had no idea <laughs> Florida was going to be a hot spot. Um, trips been planned, been booked. So, of course, couldn't cancel. Um, man, this COVID stuff, dog. Like, man, it's, it's getting crazy again. People still, like, refusing to take the vaccine. Like, I was one of those people in the beginning. I was like, man, it's it's too many unknowns. Everybody's just kind of going on the fly. I felt like they came out with it way too soon, and I wasn't willing to be a test dummy. No disrespect to those that, you know, was some of the first ones to get it. I got a few friends on my Facebook that actually, like, signed up to be, you know, uh, I don't even know what you call those people. They went through the the trial phase, you know, before they made the vaccine public. So they're actually, um, she made a post yesterday, I think, yesterday or the day before, where they're, um, she's doing the trial clinic again because they're contemplating on whether or not they're going to do a booster vaccine for these variants. And it's, man, it's getting crazy out here, man. When I tell you, like, the only reason why I got the vaccine is because I knew my family wanted to go on vacation. And I was under the impression that in order to get on the plane without having to provide a test and all that good jazz, you had to show your vaccine card. They didn't even check that joint. So I'm kind of mad about that. I was like, man, I done went through all this stuff. The unknown, fearful, thinking that something's going to happen. Like, you know, you got to sign that that disclosure where it's like, Something happened to you, we ain't responsible, all that jazz. So as soon as I start reading that, I'm like, man, wait a minute, man. Why am I taking this shot again? But like I said, I done it for my family. Everything turned out all right. Uh, hell, it's been about two months since I've had the shot. I didn't have no side effects or nothing like that. But um, we went to Fort Lauderdale, man, had a good time. That heat, dog, that's something different, man. <laughs> We've been complaining about the heat here in Kentucky, but dog, that was just pure sun. And I'm paying for it now, man. I got heat rashes all over me, man. Like, I hate that, dude. I hate that. But like I said, anything for my kids, man. We had a good time. But while we was on vacation, man, so many things happened that I want to talk about. Not going to talk about them all on the mic tonight. It's just right here, just a little quick get stuff off my mind because I've, I've learned that this podcast for me is just, it's therapeutic at this point. Like I don't care if anybody listens to it or not. Shout out to those that have continued to, uh, every time I put up a link, they go out and listen to it. Like I said, I, I do keep up with the, with the analytics here of late. So people are actually listening. Like I said, I, uh, last week in all, 
across all platforms. I think I've had a little over 2,500 plays. So that to me is incredible. Like I said, I wasn't looking for no podcast to money or anything like that. It was just something to do, something to talk about. And, you know, at this point, sky's the limit. Um, Like I said, it's just something to do. Give folks something to, you know, kill time with or whatever. And shout out to my guy Mario. Said he just started his podcast. I plugged it on the last one. And that was a very dope episode, man. Uh, I think he said his guy, I think his name is Polo, was on this episode with him. And they were talking about mental health, um, being a girl dad, and how to comb little girl's hair. And very, very entertaining episode. I've never even attempted to comb my daughter's hair. Got two daughters, fam. I'm I <laughs> take that lie back. I have attempted. That was when Aubrey was first born, and she was probably a couple months. But nah, I'm not doing it. So shout out to y'all for you know what I'm saying having that conversation. Y'all can find his podcast on all streaming services. Um, again, it's called My Therapist Made Me Do This Podcast. But like I said, for me, it's just. Something to do, man. But Fort Lauderdale. Me and my sister-in-law were chilling at the bar, and earlier that day, uh, my wife was like, uh, "Simone Biles got hurt," and I was like, "Dang!" I was like, "Man, I hate to hear that." Like I guess I didn't know it. Like you know, we had the Olympics on in the room, you know, late at night or whatever, as we was you know going to sleep. But I had a few drinks. Had a few drinks, so my mind really wasn't on it. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to what was going on. And then um, that's when they said that technically she wasn't hurt. She was going to withdraw from the events for mental health reasons. So my initial thought, without knowing all the details, let me put that disclaimer in there, without knowing all of the details, I saw where it looked like she had made a mistake. And, you know, when she landed, you saw, you know, she landed awkward and all of that. And I thought that because she messed up, she was quitting. Or she didn't, since she wasn't possibly going to win gold, she quit. That was my initial thought. So that was the debate at the bar between my sister sister and myself. And I ain't going to say it got heated. You know, we just had a difference of opinion. And I was just like, to me, that's not right. Like, don't say you're injured if you're not injured. Because originally the report came out that she was injured. And I was like, you know, is this going to be the new trend where people are going to use mental health? They need a mental break for walking out on the job. And that's what I was saying. I was like, you know, I can't go to work and be like, oh, I'm just not feeling it today, guys. Uh, I'll be back whenever I feel good or if I feel like I'm able to work again. But later on that night, started reading the comments on social media because it was everywhere. Like people were debating it. 
I didn't know that she was being slandered the way that she was. So at that point, I'm starting to have a change of heart because people were like, if you're not all the way in mentally, then you can risk major injury, career damaging injuries, life threatening injuries. And then the more and more I thought about it, I was like, damn, like, you're right. And then that's when they started saying that, you know, she was having a case of the twisties. I was like, this is something that I had never heard of before. And once they got to explaining how, you know what I'm saying, like you you get in the urn, you get lost. Your mind just kind of shuts down or whatever. Like you're not all the way there. And if you get lost in the air, fam, like you can come down and break something, snap your damn neck, excuse my language, anything. So once I started getting more details about what was going on, I was like, okay, I get it. But man, social media, man, they, social media is just, I don't know, dog. Like that's, that's what I want to talk about. That's my episode tonight, dude. Like where are we at with social media? Because to me, social media has done more harm than good. I know we talk about the power of social media all the time. You know, it connects, you know, people, all it takes is the right person to see something. And some of these celebrities, you know, catch wind of it and, you know, change people's lives or you get connected with, with loved ones that you haven't seen in a long time. And, you know, there are a lot of positives to social media. But currently in this day and age, and again, this is just my opinion, like, again, social media to me just, I feel like it does more harm than good. And I've, I've slowly learned to just kind of drift away from it. Like, I don't even engage in a lot of sports debates unless it's on my own post. I can control the temperature on my post. Because if it gets too out of hand, then guess what? I can delete it <laughs> or I can just stop talking. And once I stop talking, that's when, you know, the comments just kind of slowly die down. But as far as just jumping on other people's posts and going back and forth, like, man, this, I don't know if it's old age or what, but man, them days are behind me. Dog. Like I finally come to the conclusion that people just can't have healthy conversation anymore. Like, this whole, this my way or the highway has spilled over into social media. And the whole Simone Biles thing is like, oh, she's a quitter. She quit on the team. And uh, I saw some commercial, I think maybe a Pepsi commercial or something on social media, on Facebook. And I was like, oh, she, she had the mental capacity to get the endorsement money and get the checks and they should cut her. And I'm like, where did we, where did we, like, where, at what part did we get to, she shouldn't have endorsement deals because she decided to step away. In reality, it's like, not only was it for her own good, but it was for the betterment of the team. Because if she would have continued to go out there and if her mind frame wasn't there and she continued to mess up, then they wouldn't have even got the silver. They wouldn't have got anything. So it's like, 
I don't understand how people can't find some kind of good in these situations. Like, it's just, everything is just so black and white. And I just, I don't know, I just, I don't agree with that. Because I, I told you in the beginning, I was like, you know, it, it's not fair to her teammates who also trained and put in all the time and effort to make it to Tokyo. And their goal was, you know, we're trying to win gold. And then you have a teammate who's, you know, the best of, you know, she's the best one. And if your your leader steps down, it's like, dang, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, are we going to fall because of her but they actually stepped up and competed so that was a good thing like um shout out to the young lady that won gold for the um overall and um so it you know what i'm saying there's still some positive to bring out of that whole situation but it's just like man reading them comments on social media dude like that shit is poisonous sometimes man but the crazy thing is like I really enjoy reading it because that just unless you know how the world works. And I know a lot of people may be like, you know, why do you go and read the comments? Because, you know, nine times out of ten, it's just going to be all negative, <laughs> all negative things. But I'm just saying like that, that to me shows you the reality of it all. As highly decorated as that young woman is, and as much as she's put on her shoulders for this country, to represent this country, it means nothing. It means nothing. And that's kind of why I am the way I am, personally, in my own personal life, is because it don't matter... How many good deeds you do for someone? All it takes is that one time for you to make them mad or disagree. And it all goes out the window. That's why I just, I don't put no trust in people, man. I really don't. Like, it just, it don't make no sense, man. But that's one of the things that took place while I was on vacation. And... Then news broke about the baby. And I was like, what in the world is going on now? And again, that's the power of social media. Um, trying to get all my my thoughts together real quick. I'm trying to see if Charles might jump on her with me. And, um, of course y'all know they had the, the rolling loud down in Miami, which is another reason why Florida is a hot spot. The whole time I'm sitting there like, man, I ain't going outside. I was like, I don't care if it's vacation or not, man. I, uh, I was like, dude, this this is crazy. But um big old concert. The baby goes on this rant. 
And I kept seeing people sharing it and talking about it. And I was like, man, let me click on this. What is this? And I'm pretty sure by now, everybody has seen or heard the baby. And at this point in time, he's being classified as homophobic. Now, I'm not here to debate what he said and how he said it. Not here to say that I agree with what he said or disagree with what he said. I will admit that it was distasteful. Like, I just don't, (laughs) I don't understand why people can't understand the environment. Um, Hold on, this is Charles texting me back. Um, for those that have been to concerts, y'all know that atmosphere, man. Half the time the artists come late. When they do come, they probably drunk, high, whatever they got to do to prepare for this, this moment. And the whole show can either be a blast or the show can be a dud. It can be boring and you just standing there because whatever reasons. Now, when I look at that, I look at somebody as just at that moment in time, his mind wasn't all the way there. I ain't making no excuses for him or nothing like that, but he was just, you could tell that he was just caught up in the moment. And um, I'm sitting here like, all we got was this little clip and then it just ended. And I didn't necessarily hear him use any kind of terms or, you know, slurs or whatever. He, it was just a distasteful rant. Ladies, if you, you know what tastes like water, put your cell phone light in the air. Uh, fellas, if you ain't in the parking lot, da, 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 put just, I'm like, first of all, what <laughs> I'm like, of all the things that you could say? That's when you knew, like, in my opinion, you should have known that dude was just off the wall. Like he, like that ain't even like, where did this come from? Like to me, that should have just been brushed off. Now, the comment about the AIDS and HIV is like at that point, you're you're spewing nonsense. Like, that's the part that I found extremely distasteful. If y'all out here with the AIDS, not the kind that, that'll kill you in two or three weeks, put your cell phone lights. I'm like, what? Like, come on, man. That you, You're giving out misinformation that's misleading like, why are you even talking? Like, why is this even? And again, I don't know if he was in between sets. <laughs> he was just feeling himself at that moment, maybe out of his own element, drunk, high, whatever the case may be. But he said it. Once he said it, it ain't no turning back. Because, hell, even the next day, he tried to clarify his statement, which didn't help the case either. But, like, he was trying to say, 
if you wasn't at the show, then you don't understand the full context of what happened. Don't take a 10 second clip and try to speculate what took place. Because even after he said all of that, he's like, everybody still rocked out to my show, blah, blah, blah. Now, granted, somebody threw a damn shoe at him. I don't know if it was because of that or what, but again, that's neither here nor there. I wasn't there, but it's just like, now you got all these high profile celebrities coming out. Madonna, uh, who else? Like, it's just like, I just don't understand. Like, but again, it boils down to the power of social media. Elton John. A couple of females that did songs with the baby, they came out and made statements and was like, please don't listen to the version that he's on. Listen to the original. And that's where I'm like, dude, like, social media is dangerous now. Social media can either make or break you. There's no in-between. There's no in-between. So then, of course, you know, T.I. put his two cents in. Like, he's, he's always done. He's consistent about that. He's always used his platform to speak on things or give his opinion on stuff. And once he chimed in on it, of course, people are like, you got room to talk. <laughs> you and your wife got your own situations going on people you know you ain't in jail yet how you got time to focus on the baby and i'm like dude so now we getting ready to throw ti to the wolves and it's just like where are we going like where is the where is the line in the sand when it comes to social media and again, that's that's what I want to talk about because, like I said, I don't agree with that the baby said because at the end of the day, it was all nonsense. Why it was important for his show, I have no idea. But at this point, I feel like he he he's he's in a tough spot because it's like he's trying to play hard, like he don't care. But if he really didn't care, then he wouldn't have tried to clean it up on multiple occasions, but him trying to clean it up only led to it making matters worse. Cause I saw where he's losing endorsement deals. He's been cut off from other shows and it's just like, like, <laughs> like damn dog, Like you can't say anything these days. Whether it's in person, whether it's social media, whether, I mean, just like, damn, like, where is the learn from your mistakes? You know what I'm saying? Like, we only find room to forgive people that we're highly favorable of. And the part that I want to talk about the most is like, these are a lot of big name celebrities that's coming out to speak on these issues and it's like are these your true genuine thoughts or are you trying to make sure you distance yourself from this person because you've worked with him in the past and you don't want this to interfere with 
your finances. And that's where I just feel like, man, this whole world is a kill or be killed. And it's like, I'm not here to judge anybody. Because again, I'm just giving my opinions on it. But it's like some of these faces that are coming out, as many things that have happened in the black and brown community throughout history, especially here of late, none of these people have ever came out and said anything against what happens to black and brown people. But now that we're talking about the, I don't even know what, how to say it, but it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Cause even I'm now trying to make sure I'm politically correct, but it's just like him being classified as homophobic and everybody wants to come out and speak up for the gay community and show that they're on their side and that, you know what I'm saying? Like we're fighting this battle to make sure that everybody's treated equal nobody's spewing out a bunch of misinformed, you know what I'm saying? Just nonsense because that's at the end of the day, that's what it was, especially that line. Like I said, the AIDS HIV thing, but it's like everybody's coming to their defense, but none of these faces are also seen coming to the aid or the defense of black and brown people when they're also being mistreated or called things that they shouldn't have been called. So that's the the part that I want to focus on because I'm just saying to myself, it's like the baby has always been who he, who he was like, that's what made people like the baby because he ain't got no filter. And I know that's ghetto and it's something he ain't got no (laughs) Lord. (laughs) (laughs) oh man forgive me for the you know what I'm saying like I'm just I just don't understand but it's like for all the things that he's ever said this is where y'all draw the line in the sand and it's like to me in my opinion it's like we can make music that talks about killing folks sexual stuff selling drugs, all these negative things. But as long as that stays within our community, Madonna don't care. Let them poison themselves. Let them feed all this negativity. Let them do all that stuff to themselves. But once we get outside of that circle, it's almost like they're the gatekeepers. Like, nah, we got to speak up. We got to say something so we can put baby back in his place and keep him back inside those fences. And it's like, damn, dog, like, of all the things that have been said, that's where y'all are like, enough is enough. And then T.I. is like, y'all stand up for Lil Nas X, and y'all say that he should have the right to say and express himself and make the videos that he wants to make with no backlash, with no problems. But then when the baby says what he wants to say, 
that's where everybody's like, nope, uh-uh. And that's why I'm just like, dog, like, man, this social media stuff, dude, like, like, man, we talking about messing up people's livelihoods, man. That's what I'm saying. It can either make or break you. And you better not say anything that the masses will not like because they will write your ass off in a heartbeat. And that's the part that's frustrating because it's like of all the good that T.I. has done, none of that matters anymore. Like because of the allegations with him and his wife, he's no longer an advocate for black and brown people all the time all the money he's donated or put back into the community none of that matters anymore because he said something in in reference Lil Nas X T.I.'s opinion don't matter no more we just write them off and I was having a conversation with my sister about that too we talking about protesting and stuff like that and you know, she asked me, you know, have you ever done it? Have you ever been out there? And I told her, no. And we had our own little private discussion or whatever, but that's what, but that to me is why. Because it's like, you can do all of these good deeds, but the one time you piss somebody off or you say something they don't like, all those good deeds go out the window. So it's like, did you did you genuinely care for me or you only care for me as long as I provided you with something or I stayed on your good side? But the minute I say something you don't like, like there's no dialogue to correct it. Like, hey, man, I don't, I don't care for for you saying that the way you said it. Like maybe you want to think about that next time. It's just nope, canceled, canceled. They talking about the baby on CNN and everything else, dude. It's just like, dang, like, where are we at right now when it comes to social media, dude? Like, and that's where I don't, like, as much as I listen and read and keep up with what's going on, it's just for me to gauge how the rest of the world is, is operating and how to maneuver and keep myself away from it. Do I care about the baby situation? No. I care about the backlash. Because it's just like, damn, like, y'all really taking food off this man's plate because of him saying something that was idiotic. You're not trying to tell him where he made his mistake and to work on it it's just, he canceled. We ain't listen to the baby no more. And I feel like a lot of people are only doing that because they see other people doing that. Of course, he caught flack for bringing out Tory Lanez. <laughs> so it's just like, man, he he's in a lose-lose situation right now. And it's like, like I said, man, I feel like, I feel like in my opinion, he's hurt by it because he keeps trying to come out and then clarify it like you said it bro stand on it keep it moving 
I saw where he did try to apologize, but they was just like, nope, <laughs> save your apology. I'm like, dang, like, he can't even apologize for it. So where do we go from here? It's just crazy. That's why I was like, man, I was just sitting on vacation itching to jump on the mic. And I started to bring my mic with me too, but I was just like, no, just use this time to relax, kick it with your family. Like I said, the kids had a ball in the pool every day, going to the beach every day. Like they really, the vacation was more for them than it was me. Even though I did get the opportunity to just unplug, man, I just, I needed a break. I needed a break from everything going on. I said, it's just, sometimes it's, it's a lot, man. But um, that was one of the several things that I wanted to get off my mind. It's like Simone Biles, the baby, Tory Lanes. Then the NBA draft was uh, this this week. The Lakers signed Russell Westbrook. The Lakers trying to get all these free agents all over again. And it's just like, dang, like, here we go. Another summer, another offseason. And it's just like. Who are the Lakers trying to get now? But I'll save that conversation for hopefully when um trying to get a few people on there to talk about that one and give our thoughts on some of the moves and talk about the draft. Because to me, it's just like everything is just money driven now. And it just, ugh, I hate it, man. I'm telling you, I'm going to be that grumpy old man that just can't stand nothing. But it's just like that kid, uh, Boston, that used to play, for, that came to Kentucky last year, Brandon Boston. He was a top prospect coming into UK. They had him projected as a lottery pick. I really didn't know too much about the kid until I saw the uh, documentary about uh, Sierra Canyon. And that was his senior year of high school. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was a slender kid, could shoot. He could put the ball on the ground and get to the basket. But he was just real thin. And everybody's just talking about how this kid was nice. He was nice. But like I said, I, you know, I didn't keep up with him. So, he comes to UK, and we had a horrible year. And like I was trying to tell people, I'm like, you know, to me, COVID – had a huge impact on that because it's like, man, Rupp Arena is one of the biggest arenas when it comes to college basketball in the country. So that's home court advantage in its own self. Rupp holds 20,000 plus. So you take away 20,000 people and it's like, man, it's, it's even kill. Like roll the balls out. Whoever the better team is, is going to win. So you got a young team struggling to adjust and they don't have that crowd for that confidence boost, adrenaline, so to speak. So those kids struggle. Me, I've always talked about how I want these kids to come back, get better. NBA's not going anywhere. But, of course, you know, everybody's pushing these kids to go after the money. And this kid goes from a lottery prospect to being drafted 51st. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, it's, it's only two rounds, 60 picks. And you slide all the way down to 51st? No, nah, bro, that's not a good deal. Like, go back to school, but it's too late. 
So I wish that kid nothing but success, but I just hope it's just like, come on, bro. Like if you, if you didn't have the confidence on the collegiate level, what makes you think you're going to find it in the NBA, especially being a late, late pick? And you might not even make the damn roster, dude. Like, come on, bro. Like, what are we telling these kids? So that's some of the things I wanted to talk about, too. But um, we'll get around to it. And like I said, I uh, I just more or less wanted to focus on this whole social media thing, man. It's just like right now it's just, man, it's some scary times because, dude, it's like, all it takes is for the right hashtag, for the right person to see it, and you can become a millionaire. But then on the flip side, all it takes is the wrong hashtag and the wrong person to see it, and you can lose your job, you can lose your endorsements, you can lose everything in life off of a tweet. Off of a share. I was like, man, I'd have been in Facebook jail so many times for something that I posted six years ago, seven years ago. I was like, man, social media was just an outlet for me to be goofy, post goofy stuff, whether it was explicit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't care. But the more, you know, my family started adding me. And I was like, you know what? All right, I got to tone it down. My grandmother's watching. <laughs> My mother's watching, RP to moms. But, you know, she used to call me all the time. Boy, take that down off of Facebook. You know not to put that up there. And I'm just like, man, I'm just just being me. Like, <laughs> So it's like now you can't even be yourself. You got to put on this, this mask. Almost like, like how you maneuver every day. You can't go into your workplace and and be your goofy, talk about anything self. You have to conduct yourself in a professional manner. Once you clock out, we all thought, you know, once I'm away from work, I can go be me, do what I got to do with no consequences, clock in, do it all over. But now it's like, shit, if I say the wrong thing on this podcast and it gets back to HR, Guess what? My ass is fired. Now I done lost my job because of something that I said outside of work. If I get on my social media and say the wrong things and it's reported to my job, I can still be fired for something that I said or done off the clock. And it's like, damn, like (laughs) now you got to have social media etiquette. Like what the hell is going on? Like you can't say nothing. You can't say nothing. And it's just like, damn, like, I'm supposed to respect everybody else's opinion and appreciate people for being themselves and expressing themselves the way they want to express themselves. But then when I try to express myself, if people don't like it, then the hell with me. That's wild. That's wild. But again, I'm done rambling. Finna jump on this Call of Duty real quick. Got to get ready to head back to work Monday, so I'm going to enjoy these last 24 hours. Man, 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 man. Anyways, thanks, everyone, for listening. Definitely appreciate it. Appreciate the feedback. A lot of people love the episode with uh, me and C. 
got a lot of positive uh, comments back from that. People reached out to me. Um, still waiting for a woman. Still waiting for a woman to give me their perspective. Had some things lined up. Haven't heard anything. It is what it is. It's not important. Like I said, I'm not, I didn't want to keep stretching it out and having the same conversations over and over and over. But like I said, I, I've tried to get a woman's perspective. We even had some of those conversations while we was on vacation. And again, I don't know if it's people are nervous. They don't want to, you know, hear themselves on being broadcasted or whatever. I mean, even even if you want to remain anonymous, I don't, you know, you don't have to give your name. Just asking for conversation. Mike's always open. But anyways, thank y'all for listening. Again, give me a follow on Instagram. Um, I respectfully disagree podcast. That is the official podcast page. Had a few people hit me up about t-shirts over the weekend. So shout out to those that have been rocking the shirts. Um, a friend of mine tagged me on Facebook and she was like, it's crazy how she saw somebody with my shirt on complete stranger. Didn't know who they were, but that's how she was able to stop and initiate conversation because she recognized the shirt. So again, that obviously means that it's working. Like I said, I've had them sent out to California, had some sent to Baltimore, Texas, Phoenix, Florida, Atlanta, like they've been going out. So definitely appreciate those that have purchased a shirt. I actually got to drop some off tomorrow um, here in the city. So definitely appreciate y'all. Like I said, give me a follow on the page. When you listen to this, give me some feedback. And we are out. It's toasted, no competition. I'm coasting. I feel so high. I feel so live. My body's in the twine. I'm coasting. I feel so live. And I know why that I can't deny. I'm coasting. Goody, fine wine. Fools, mock liquor. Wish me I'm high class. Quick.